Hey, P, nephew got off on that shit, man. What? Hey, nephew got off on that shit, didn't he? He did. I wish this shit, I, my speakers was on. That shit wasn't working like it was supposed to. What's up, y'all, to the uh, 3G's family? What's cracking? What's good, 3G's, man? What's up, man? It's Pac G, your boy AP. We back at it once again, man. We got a good one for y'all tonight, man, for real, man. My boy talking shit all over the internet, man, you know what I mean? And I salute him to the fullest, you hear me? Yeah, I mean, so, hey, we just want to tap in with y'all, man. First off, welcome to 3G's motherfucking podcast, man. We got a live one going on for y'all tonight, man, and y'all know what time it is. Shout out to everybody in the motherfucking chat, man. We appreciate the love, and we thank y'all for coming once again. You feel me? And y'all know we're going to turn it up with y'all, so we're ready for y'all interaction and everything, too. You feel me? 
Hey, P, how you doing tonight, brother? Man, I, you know what? I'm, I I was doing good, man. And as I was researching for tonight, and I had to uh, endure all of the light skin slander and all of the uh, uh, this nigga called this nigga Dennis the Menace with a comb over. <laughs> oh my God, dog! I mean, look, uh, finger wave, fucker upper. <laughs> no, they. Let me say this, man. This was so needed, bro. This conversation was so needed, and it took for uh, – I really got to give the credit to uh, Kwame, dog. He the one that just said, fuck it. And he mm -hmm. went and addressed everybody he could think of, and he probably not done. But we're going we gonna to deal with the conversation from the standpoint of his real message. Not all of the back and forth, not all of the, the petty talk and all of the, you know – we want to deal with the message because this, even though he coming with jokes, even though people taking it bad and can take it wrong or however they want to take it, we're going to deal with whether or not this nigga was on point. If Kwame was on point with what he's saying, you feel me? What you, before we get deeper, Pac G, when you was hearing some of the things that was going on, just tell me how you saw it all. Like what, how did you see this whole situation? Shit, I was scrolling through YouTube, bro, and I really seen some shit. And uh, I'm like, man, let me check out what this nigga Kwame talking about, bro, because I didn't really know what was going on, you feel me? And the shit that I seen first was him going in on motherfucking uh, Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. So it was one of his videos. He was going in on Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. You feel me? No, I hear you, bro. My bad. I'm just I'm looking at these niggas already on my ass with this. <laughs> oh, the light AP skin mad shit. about them light skin jokes. Uh, he said AP is Becky with the taco meat. <laughs> AP look like a middle school PE coach with that hat on. <laughs> look, man, I'm okay with the jokes. You know, uh, I understand that Matt is getting getting killed right now you know and as a member of the light-skinned community you know what i'm saying we feel as if uh we don't want to uh stop something that needs to happen from happening just because it's one of our light-skinned brothers that's taking the l right now so me as representing the light-skinned community we're gonna go ahead and let this shit continue hey, because hey. it's necessary hold okay? on hey, let me ask you a question though Okay, go ahead. Are, are you speaking for the whole light skin community as a whole? Cause yes, I want to know, are y'all? Is it gonna be like a racial draft, like on the Dave Chappelle show, where they where they was picking motherfuckers? Like, no, nah, we don't want that nigga. We're gonna get him to the white folks type shit. See, that's the beauty of the <laughs> light skin community. We accept everybody. We accept everybody because we a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to pick and choose. If we fuck with you, we fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So we, we, we me, it's too. me, Paula Abdul, fucking uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else in the light skin community. Me, Paula Chico Abdul, motherfucking uh I'll be sure. I'll be sure. I'll be sure. Alicia Keys, uh motherfucking um uh Rick Fox, you know what I'm saying, which is uh Matt Barnes real daddy. Swiss beats. Alicia Keys' husband, his life. Swiss Beast actually is in the Arab community. Oh man! <laughs> hey, no, look, hey, look. <laughs> let, let, let's get off that for a second, cause we gonna get too fucking silly. 
if we don't talk about the real shit. Okay, now, now this is how I feel about the initial comments that's being made about Kwame. Let's start there first, because once we get into his message, it's going to yeah. kill all the fuck shit. But initially, initially, his uh, Kwame been getting picked on for years. For, for y'all that don't know, he's a first-round draft pick basketball player straight out of high school, drafted by Michael Jordan, started to be slandered right away for his inability to hoop or things that he should have done better or whatever. And for years and years, he basically was the MC Hammer of basketball. The same way they shit on MC Hammer, they were shitting on Kwame Brown. Okay? So, Matt and uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson on their show All the Smoke made a little sideline joke about him. And he said, fuck it. He said, fuck it. He was out there in the fields with his tractor and his motherfucking, uh, he, I'm sure he had a, a do-rag on, even though he ain't really got, he got some kind of weird shit going on. But I'm sure he had a do-rag on. He was out on the tractor and he was listening to his iPods and he heard Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson talking shit. That country nigga jumped off his motherfucking tractor like, oh, they got me all the way fucked up. And you know he got like one eye that's a little not right. So that one eye, he was like, these niggas got me all the way fucked up. <laughs> and he he came out swinging, okay? Oh, shit. We're going to talk about all the swings he took, but they all came with a message. That's why I really they like did, what though. happened. They did, though. That's why I felt him so much, G. You feel me? Like I was like, damn, bro. Like He's speaking a whole lot of truth, bro, because if you really look at a lot of that shit, bro, like they really do be doing black folks like that. Hey, look, this is a good point that uh, Maurice Source made. He said, Kwame reminded mainstream that it's still real men out. Uh, they used to, yes, sir, black men. That's respectable. That's that's that, that's exactly mm -hmm. where we're going to gear this conversation to. There is nothing wrong with nothing I heard Kwame say because it all was wrapped around a change that needs to be made that me and you actually hit on before, Pac-G, about how our entertainers, how our rappers, how those that are supposed to be the ones that our kids look up to, how they fuck niggas. Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, they really don't have no substance that they promote to our children. And Kwame saying it's time drugs, out for that shit. Drugs, designer clothes, you feel me? And flashy shit, bro. Well, look, this, we, we are going to play some clips, but... This is what we're going to do first. We're going to play a, a little bit of some of what he was saying because it's so much fucking shit out there now. And uh, I'm sure as we speak, he he thinking of some more shit he's going to say. But I again, me as a member of the light-skinned community, I got to just fall back and let this shit unfold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might as well just go ahead and play the field. I, I ain't got shit to say. I'm out the motherfucking yeah. way. Me, Steph Curry, motherfucking I Lacey. I Lacey a part of the uh, light skin community. We out the motherfucking way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, but too. this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play a little bit. We're gonna talk on it, but we're gonna keep the conversation going. We will open up the phones because I know all of y'all got something y'all wanna say about it. Uh, if y'all got something y'all want to say about me as a, a representative of the light skin community, I answer all questions that come to me. You feel hey, this 3G podcast, G. So 
Everything is all motherfucking ball over here. Y'all know how we play it from the junk. Three G's podcast, man. If there's anything out there to be known or said, guess what? Y'all can say that shit on here. It's like a motherfucking barbershop, you hear me? And we're not going to get in our chest. And we're not going to say we're going to meet up. And even if I say I want to put the gloves on, that's just my light skin shit. I'm sorry. It's just my light skin shit. I apologize. I don't want to put no gloves on no more. Okay? Fuck that, all right? We promote I'm hug niggas like y'all, like the dark skin niggas. I'm going to start hugging niggas too, okay? But look, let's... let's <laughs> I'm fucking my ass with before the end of this motherfucking live. I know right. that. <laughs> hey, niggas going to be hugging your nose. I'm about to get my ass with before the end of this motherfucking live. All right, look, fuck it. All right. I just want to show it. those that are watching basically who we talking about. Uh, and we're going to play a little bit of what he was saying. I don't know what they going to do with me. How that sound, uh, Pac G? I'm not trying to get violent. And we don't need to get violent. Because guess what? I got the text message. This nigga said, don't get sensitive, nigga. You won't be the first and you won't be the last, nigga. I was just joking. So remember, Jack, keep that same energy. We wasn't on no gangster shit. We just joking, right? <laughs> Tell me when you want to stop. Say uncle, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what, though, nigga? I'm not joking, though. I'm not joking on the fact that you niggas done talking about black males the way you've been talking about them, though. I'm done with you niggas having to look at me show and acting like you some hell of a niggas because some white boys paying you to run your motherfucking mouth. Yeah, you ain't going to do that no more. Yeah, when a black athlete do something, it, 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 you got to put some respect on it, nigga. Just report the story, nigga. Don't put your little two cents in it. Don't act like you know what the fuck going on. Don't say, don't bring up his whole history and try to demonize him. You shut your goddamn mouth and read the report. Fuck you talking about. Well, you can't do that. You can't shut up and read the report. <laughs> but that's okay, because I'm just joking. <laughs> you niggas fuck with a nigga that like to play all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I am a scrub, nigga. So what? I ain't got no job. I'm a scrub. I'm all that, nigga. Fuck you at work. <laughs> Fuck you talking about, dummy. Y'all y'all always trying to pick on somebody for where they at in life. And then when somebody say something about you, y'all try to join everybody in. Oh, he talking about everybody got a job because he's a celebrity? No, bitch. Stop talking about me and I ain't going to say nothing about you, punk. Fuck you talking about. Nigga, everybody can be what they want to be. Jack can be a little stupid-ass gangbanger punk and confused. Uh, that goddamn Stephen A. can be a bald-head-ass punk that don't know how to play nothing he talk about. Look what y'all let the world come to. Y'all let this nigga Stephen A. raise all these kids talking shit all the time and can't do a motherfucking thing. Now we got a video game world that just talk a bunch of shit. That, that, that what y'all let happen. A video game world, bunch of little boys that talk a bunch of shit. Can't build, can't work outside, barely want to wash their ass because bitch ass niggas like Stephen A started running their goddamn mouth and little boys started focusing on being smart. Let's marry you. Let's marry you. I got, I, I got AIDS. That shit don't matter in real life, motherfucker. Hey, let's let's stop for a second because he just dropped some gems right there. He said, Pac G, we live in a video game world. Niggas can't build, can't do nothing really constructive with their hands. And we just basically talk shit online and and uh, follow behind 
other useless motherfuckers, basically, to sum it up. What mm. you think about that part, Pac G? He talked about uh Stephen ja- uh, uh Stephen Jackson. Stephen A. Smith. Um, Stephen A. Smith, but he he brought up Jack too, talking about how he be trying to act hard and shit, and he grown and he older. So Mm -hmm. address some of them things before we move forward. Address how he touched on how we allowing this new way of living to take us from what's real. Shit, man. That shit is weak, and it's really fucked up because a lot of the youth don't have, like I touched on in one of our uh, previous shows that a lot of the youth they don't have real male role models you feel what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying they people that don't that go to work every day build shit do rules do build homes and all that kind of shit whether you're doing fucking brick land whatever it is bro if a motherfucker got a business cleaning windows and they're hiring another young brother that came up under them guess what that's another step to showing him responsibility and bringing him up in this world and showing him a better way other than these raggedy ass streets ain't shit out here in these streets man hey let let me bring up a point about the building right yeah there the way the world is set up now they'll make a a a man who good with his hands feels like or women look at a man that's good with his hands like he's not better than the man with the money but i i gotta say this is a fact the man with the money has to come to the man that can build every time he needs something done because he don't have those skills Mm -hmm. meaning he can have all the money in the world but if he can't find a nigga that's available to build or fix something he just got to deal with the shit being broken or or he just asked out of luck Mm -hmm. because real value has never been the money it has always been the abilities of men and the, and the exactly. true capabilities of men. Exactly. Because I think uh, that's that's another one of uh, Kwame's points that we're going to probably touch on is how money is what all this shit is about. He made a, he made a, a statement about how Charlemagne the God gets an, an envy in the Breakfast Club. They willing to slander and throw people under the bus and ill talk black people for money. He's saying that's what Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson was doing. He say that's what Stephen A. Smith does. What do you think about that? Shit, I've seen Stephen A. Smith do that kind of shit. Go in. You know what I mean? like, he all about tearing down the black man, bro. In my eyes, the way I see him hate on black men, bro. Especially pro-black men. Like black men that are really about the black lives, you know what I'm saying? Matters, movements and all that shit. You feel what I'm saying? It's like he not with none of that shit, bro, to be honest with you. Do you feel like there is a place for Stephen A. Smith to have a job where he comments on sports? Shit. Man, listen, bro. Golf. <laughs> no, let's be let's be honest, right? We own this motherfucker comment on other niggas' business, okay? Yeah. Guess what I would want to watch if I was at home watching some shit? I want to watch another nigga talking about other nigga business. So we can't always say that ain't no man shit being on somebody's television or, 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 you know, internet talking about things that other people doing. Why not? Nigga, that's, that's our entertainment. But I think think the real issue is the narrative 
is fucked up when you glorify the the stripper club niggas or the strip club type niggas and demonize the niggas that are independent. Yeah, that shit. Why do everybody laugh when Master P talks about a different business he got? It's and, a lot of people acting like here he come with some more shit. Hey, and guess what? They all call it bullshit. But guess what? Master P been richer than a whole lot of these niggas that just got rich in the rap game, and a lot of niggas that's been in the rap game. And giving y'all the blueprint. He going what? out his way to give you the he, blueprint. He gave niggas the blueprint from the jump. He said, "Nigga, if your record, you got a record that's popping and it's hard, nigga." Why the fuck you got to go to these record labels to get money to push your shit? You should be out here pushing this shit out your trunk independently. And you claim to be selling all this dope in these records and shit. Where the money at? Put the money behind your music, nigga. One of the other things I heard Kwame talk about in the last week was about how the athletes paying financial advisors. Master P said 15 years ago that y'all need to stop paying these advisors to tell you some shit about your money and you end up getting robbed, don't know nothing about what they invested in, but then you won't even give your own mama a million dollars because you feel like she a leech, even though she, she the one she that got you, you up until this point. Yeah, you feel like she gonna play you or leech off you or some shit. That's weak, bro. I'm just That's trying weak. to tie them in both together. I'm gonna play a little more of what he was saying because he was going the fuck in. It's so much content. We we could damn near do a week on this nigga. <laughs> Hold on, G, I'm gonna play some more. You motherfuckers crazy. Always want to do something to brag about. Listen here. I don't care nothing about what Stack going to no Muslim community to help and all that stuff. Stack doing that for sure to be a part of the community. No Muslim man talk to another man like that. So I don't want to hear that. Stop trying to make this about religion. I just told you that nigga hide in crowds. What does he do on his own as his own man? And you heard the words that came out this man's mouth. This man told another man that was just asking him not to talk about him in the manner in which he was talking about him on your podcast. And the bitch-ass nigga talking about everybody pick on you, this and that. Well, everybody wasn't an NBA player, bitch. And you was one. And we were in a fraternity, sir. And I ain't never did a bitch-ass thing to you. So I thought I could be able to call your punk ass or text you or tell you, hey, dog, why you got to do all that? You going to make make my name so insignificant? You're going to make my name so insignificant that you, that Jenny Buss can't even mention me in a trade. But you want me to listen or believe a nigga like that, like black people? Yeah, right. What the fuck you getting out of it, punk bitch? That's the only reason why you like, that's the only reason why this nigga joined all these goddamn groups. Because he getting something out of it. Fuck he talking about. And I ain't letting nothing get to me. I'm gonna get on these niggas' ass. Ain't nothing gonna get to me. I'm gonna get on these niggas. We gonna break this fake shit up every day, day in and day out. The people, the people, y'all can see it. Y'all judging for for yourself. Don't listen to me. Just watch the news every day. Watch how many of these black boys get talked about in the way in which they get talked about. You wonder why things happen. It's because it's being controlled by the media, but y'all are allowing it to happen. The only people that y'all don't let people talk about is black women, but y'all allow people to assassinate black boys. You can't talk about white males like that on, on no, no program. And you damn sure can't talk about white women like that. Cause the moment I started talking about Rachel Nichols, Nicholson or whatever her goddamn name is, long nose motherfucker, 
they cut my YouTube off. And I can't. All right, let's hold up for a second because there's a point he made that I want to touch on. Let me say something real quick, too. Go Go ahead, ahead. G. You go first. Shit, I was going to touch on, too, man. Man, rest in peace, man, my boy, man. Bing, man, Kobe, man. They tried to assassinate Kobe, too, man, when all that shit was going on, too, bro. Just like they did Tiger Woods. Just like they did motherfucking OJ. Like, any black man in any kind of shit, bro, they're going to assassinate the fuck out your motherfucking character like that, bro. Especially once you get to the point where you really get some power. Yeah, bro. That's what yeah, Kanye West a billionaire. Now all of a sudden he the craziest nigga that you know. Kwame brought that up in some other shit he was saying. But mm-hmm. but let me say this about the media, because this is what I don't want to be missed. Yeah. It ain't just the news lying on black kids to say that their behavior is out of control or they're showing you bad imagery. The real bad imagery that is uh, perpetuating this behavior is when the athletes, the celebrities, the movie stars, the rappers, the people that these young kids aspire to be is when they are using the media to show fuck shit to them. So fuck what the news is showing. The real issue is when they look at TV and the people that they aspire to be and y'all still talking about gangbanging. And y'all still talking about money over everything and money over bitches. And I'm going to fuck your bitch and you're going to fuck this bitch and sharing bitches instead of building families. So the the media that is really the issue, it ain't the news. So don't get it. Don't don't think news. The news is just showing the effects of what the fucked up media has taught your kids. So when you see the crime on the news, that's the effects of it. But the thing that programmed your kid was the television media, the social media, the athletes, the rappers, and all of these niggas with so-called fame and glory telling your kids that it's okay to be not really a man, to do things that, you know, that's for fame and glory and not for legacy. But then they do it under the guise of black power. Mm. Like how many of them niggas that's, that was trying to protest this year, how many of them cats really would put some real effort into some real changing? And, and half of the niggas in the NBA want to be rap gangster rappers and you in the NBA. Yeah. What the fuck? So, again, Kwame opening up a can that should have been open where he exposing the people that we look to as things. We aspire to be Charlemagne, DJ Envy, have the cars that DJ Envy have, have the, you know, the, the lifestyle that some of these NBA players have. People aspire to be that, but then we watch their behavior and they some goofy niggas. Mm-hmm. I've been not respecting fucking celebrities. And Shit, people think I'm just disrespectful. Like, oh, this nigga like, disrespectful. Or he he, he big-headed. Bro. I don't give a fuck about other niggas. Go ahead, Pac-G, my fault. I always look at the celebrities like regular motherfuckers, G, because shit. Nigga, if I meet you, nigga, you gonna be in the same spot. I mean, nigga, you ain't nobody motherfucking special, bro. Nigga, you just make music, nigga. Shit, I will, nigga. Cool, nigga. If I like some of your shit, yeah, I'll show you some love. Hey, bro, that was... Some good shit you did, you feel what I'm saying? But I ain't finna dick ride and be like, oh, that's dude. 
Fuck that, nigga. You a regular nigga just like me, bro. You bleed like I bleed, my nigga. The fuck? And, Come and on, look, man. I but I I get caught or I have been caught. Like, dog, you disrespectful or you think you the shit. No, nigga. When you don't give a fuck about the next nigga and you and you worry about you, you ain't impressed with nobody. Like, nigga, I'm not impressed. I'm too busy worried about my own shit and trying to get myself not to be fucked up out here. I don't care what you're doing. But that don't mean I can't respect people's hard work. And that's mm -hmm. another thing Kwame touched on. It takes a hell of a lot of work to become an NBA player. To become a first-round draft pick out of high school. That means instead of you hanging out in, in the hallways with dumb niggas like me, that nigga was working at doing his school. He was hooping. He was working out, and he became something. But Pat G, before we listen further, I just want to ask you a real last question because you be knowing this hooping shit. Can Kwame hoop? Shit, he wasn't bad. I mean, he was all right. You know what I mean? Shit, I just seen I just seen worse niggas go to the NBA. Should he be Should he be respected for his ball game, or should he, is he like a non-factor? I mean, hoop, shit, I just think hoop. He because he, he, that's what he worked hard for, my nigga. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody finna just put in all that hard work and dedication if this ain't something they really love to do. And you know what I'm saying? This ain't what they want to do. Like, I'm just you know asking. You know, you know more than me when it comes to that shit. I barely watch the fucking Bucks now. All right, so I'm going to play a little more, then we're going to talk some more. I can't get back on it yet. So, I'm going to tell you, this shit is real. So you motherfuckers better start paying attention. And I ain't doing it to bash nobody. I'm doing it for people to bring awareness and wake the fuck up. If my bust ass can be the number one draft pick and I was in the free lunch program, then your son can do it too. And we need to start building programs and helping kids to foster that talent and not have a culture and a generation of males that take them to the gang life like stupid ass Jack and make them think that punk ass shit is real nigga shit. So we don't have young males finding validation through prisons. We can find validation through colleges. And you black women that like to fuck these niggas with bodies, why don't you stop? Because when it's your boyfriend that gets shot, or is your boyfriend, or your uh, brother, or your son, you motherfucker want to fall out in the street and cry. But while he your rapper boyfriend with the dick out, you motherfucker want to suck his dick. So we all got to do better. I ain't, I Man, told you, I, I got to play that shit over, Pat. I came here to free lunch program. <laughs> then your son can do it too. Listen up, y'all. And we need to start building programs and helping kids to foster that talent. And not have a culture and a generation of males that take them to the gang life like stupid ass Jack and make them think that punk ass shit is real nigga shit. So we don't have young males finding validation through prisons. We can find validation through colleges. And you black women that like to fuck these niggas with bodies, why don't you stop? Because when it's your boyfriend that gets shot, or it's your boyfriend, or your uh, brother, or your son, you motherfucker want to fall out in the street and cry. But while he your rapper boyfriend with the dick out, you motherfucker want to suck his dick. So we all got to do better. I ain't, I told you, I ain't come here to play. I came here to tell the truth. God damn. What you think? Shit, man. Hey, basically talking this shit, you hear me? Like, shit, hey. 
It is what it is. And he going to put a whole lot of new motherfuckers out there too, bro. How, how much of the problem, and we're not trying to put it on women, and he wasn't trying yeah. to put it on women. He's trying to yeah. address every fucking thing. Since he, he since, since he kept his mouth closed, now that he talking, he trying to address everything. And I want his message to get out and not all of the back and forth roasting. Even though the roasting hilarious. Yeah. I don't I don't want that to be the focus point. The the message that he getting out needs to be the focus point. Now he talked hella shit, but when he touched, when he hit that what he just said, forget what I'm saying. When he said what he just said, that's when I was, you know, my ears perked up. Because how many females do we know that find this gangster shit sexy? <laughs> find this uh player mentality sexy, this uh tattooed up. Uh, you know, certain certain personality types. We know which ones we're talking about. Gang banging lifestyle shit. How many of these women find it sexy and that's who they want their baby daddy to be? It is though. That shit. They'll go get the baby aborted if it's by the square nigga that got a job or in school. They'll oh, go they get an them. abortion. And guess what though? <laughs> the whole what time the they fuck? treat the square nigga like a hey, they street treating the square nigga like a straight sucker and getting pounded out by the thug nigga. Bro, why is it? We need to act when we open the phone lines. We better get <laughs> some women to explain what's the attraction to? to hood niggas. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Part of my upbringing was I wanted to be cool. Fuck all that other shit. It, I don't gotta lie about our upbringing. The only reason we bring it up is so we can validate who we are cuz niggas tend not to listen to other niggas if they feel like they they ain't been through shit. Ain't that fucked up that we got to tell y'all what the fuck we been through? I don't want to speak on it if I didn't have to. But I got to say it sometime for just a motherfucker to look at me like I'm just not a square. So my words can have value to you. Right. But I also know that a lot of people that we grew up with, Pac G, are trying to act like we had to do what we was doing. But the real truth was, we were some young dumbass niggas who believed the bullshit the rappers were saying, who wanted to be cool, who wanted to fit in with the with the hoes, who wanted a car on. T- Back then, it was candy paint and motherfucking deep dish Dayton's. Yep, with with, with my fucking mustard and mayonnaise, bogs on the wheels. You dig? So that was my mother. I would have killed, stealed, robbed, sold drugs, burglarized, you name it. I would have did that for a candy-painted car on fucking 20s. But why, though? Because nobody showed me the wealthy man, you know, the, the that had a regular pickup truck that owned 100 houses. Then mm-hmm. nobody showed me that nigga. But they mm-hmm. always existed. Mm-hmm. Didn't nobody yeah. tell the athlete all they all they told niggas to do was go to the court and hoop, and you can make it out the hood. You ain't tell me I had to go to class though and get decent grades so I can make the high school team. You didn't tell me that I also should uh, volunteer outside of school and do other things outside of school because colleges look at that shit and to get on a college squad, some of these things help you. Yeah. You didn't tell me to go to college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, you didn't. Yeah. So, so we was not given no game. No, we wasn't given no game. But at the same time, G, like going to school and learning, bro, like a motherfucker should have wanted to at least aspire to fucking have some kind of knowledge. So 
you should have wanted to have kept at least a good grade in order to stay on the team or you know what I'm saying? Like all that kind of shit should be common sense to a motherfucker that's learning. But bro, you know, do you know the allure of you trying to hoop? But the player niggas got your girl you got a crush on. They got oh, yeah, her coming yeah, to yeah. coming over here to smoke with them. Mm-hmm. And you you trying to hoop. She over there rolling blunts for them niggas. And before <laughs> long, he's saying fuck hooping. And he gonna be over there smoking with you. And he gonna pick up a pack, and that's how it starts. And it's and you can't be no six foot eleven nigga on the on the block with a pack. You nigga, the police saw your big dumb ass. Especially if you live in that environment too. We didn't touch on that. Like if you live in that kind of environment, bro, where you're gonna see that kind of shit, it ain't gonna be nothing but fucking temptation, bro. Especially as a kid, bro. Like that's the kind of shit a little nigga want. Like that shit is good, but like that's gonna be me right here. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of shit niggas look at. So so let's let's let me ask you this: Do you feel like there's any mainstream? Because that's the point. It's a lot of people saying what we're saying. Is there any mainstream successful black men that you could point to that has really given this real shit out? Sometimes they hint on it, but I feel like Kwame cutting through the bullshit. Yeah, Kwame, he not going to sugarcoat it. That's what no I like. chaser, right? No bullshit. Yeah, you got to give it to him raw, nigga, like the 3G. You feel me? Like It ain't no, ain't no cut on this shit, my nigga. You hear me? All right, G, I'm going to play a little more, folks. Go ahead. I came here to tell the truth. Y'all need to stop this shit. These kids are being punished. We ain't even having children in love situations no more. We having children to get the check. Everything about you is to get the check. Find you a nigga with money, you fuck him, and don't give a fuck about the kids. You getting the check, girl? What the fuck about that little boy that don't know the identity that he of himself? He don't even know his own goddamn daddy. And the daddy right there begging. And you motherfuckers playing ring around the rosy with your own damn kids. So it ain't all white people. Damn. We got to heal, people. It ain't all white people. We got to heal, people. And that's why I ain't been talking. It's time out for the talk. I wanted to get my program up and running first. But uh, it's all good. I'm going to get it running either way it go. Because I know the real truth. Motherfucker, I was 13 years old wearing a 13 shoe. And if you motherfuckers only going to come around to have photo ops and turkey drives and Christmas drives, what about once a month you have a shoe drive? So these kids with these big ass feet, because whatever they putting in the food, these 12 year old with size 14, why don't you have a shoe drive so you can help these kids with these shoes? All you niggas wearing these Giuseppe's and pretty ass shoes, it wouldn't be nothing for you to go back to your hood every month to make sure the same 15, 2,000, 3,000 you spent on your own ass to get some pussy. Why don't you spend it on these little kids? Yeah. You just want to yell when the camera in front of you to shout Black Lives Matter and all this dumb shit. Well, these kids are reading at a fourth grade reading level and you running your mouth in the streets and taking photo ops ain't going to do a motherfucking thing about it. Did you get the message? So, Jamil Hill, I'm too real for somebody like you. Don't come here and try to make me seem no way. Ask me a question first. Y'all need to stop doing that. Nobody's asking the who, the why, the what, the when, but everybody's saying they're educated. That's the first thing my teacher taught me. 
In order to understand something, they said, ask the who, the why, the what, the when. And, and when you ask those questions, everything that you can... Hey, I don't, I don't want y'all to miss it. I, I know y'all smart and shit, but I don't want nobody to miss it. Anytime some shit is brought to you, anytime you're about to get involved in something, ask yourself who, what, why, when, and how, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you start to know and, and you can make better choices if you see the motherfucking hustle coming or you see the flim flam coming or you about to make a terrible mistake because you didn't even investigate the moves you about to make. Uh-huh. That's a gem right there. Um, bullshit, hell yeah. You got another point before I, I'm going to play a little more, Pat? Go ahead, play it. All right. I'm just listening to him, man. He, he dropping it, my nigga. I damn near want to play the whole shit, but I want I want to get a caller's time, too. Yeah, he dropping it. think about you needed to know. It should be answered. But no, that's what you niggas ain't doing. You niggas just putting shit on people. First thing out your mouth, lady. Oh, he chose violence this weekend. And then you're going to try to make me seem like the uneducated guy. I didn't say you chose or choose. What the fuck are you talking about, lady? Save that shit. I know you worried about your job. Get a new one. Your job shouldn't be to take down black people. Your job should not be to fake like you a goddamn activist. And all you do is hang and live and talk around white people and make sure the only the shit you're doing is hurting us. I don't want to hear that shit. Stop having people call my phone because I'm not letting up. I'm just telling the truth. If you're not going to help my platform get bigger, if you're not going to help this message get out, if you're not going to help with uh, keeping the media in check so they're not talking about black males the way they're talking about it, then do not call my motherfucking phone. I don't give a fuck about Becky with the good hair feelings. I don't give a fuck about no fake-ass gangster feelings. It ain't about them no more. This bigger than that. I use them stupid motherfuckers insecurity because they mental midgets. See, all they had to do was apologize. But I use them niggas insecurities to take their platform because y'all niggas coming over here. Take their platform and now we're going start to start talking about these kids and how these niggas get paid to talk about black males. We're going to stop this shit. And you black women, you motherfuckers are at the center of everything right now. You motherfuckers control the world. If you want these black boys to stop getting shot in the street, y'all can stop it in a minute. Y'all strong as fuck right now. Stop listening to white folks. Get you a black male and y'all build and listen to each other. Y'all black women got to stop being used by these white women and these white males. Y'all motherfuckers, trust me, everything y'all have wanted thus far, y'all have gotten these mothers need to stop having to cry seeing kids laid out with their motherfucking brains open in the damn street. You little girls, you little fast-ass little young girl, stop looking for the fucking rappers to fuck that don't give a damn about you. Find you a man. Woo! This nigga. Hey, Nora's son, thank you for the $5 super chat, brother. He says, uh, or ma'am, he says, straight game, proud of this new media format. You are rising up. You are rising up to, to save the black nation from the hired black help. Hey, man. Well, we appreciate the super chat for sure. Appreciate and, the super um, chat, bro. Did y'all hear what this brother just got done saying? Though? Man, listen, he, bro. He's, hey. He going hard. He, he going hard, G. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. Hey, if you going to get behind the hard. movement, how about it be somebody saying real shit? 
instead yeah. of just saying black lives matter what the fuck did that do for anybody to say that mm-hmm. if you show people how black lives matter from your own motherfucking selves meaning you honor black life then other people have to fall in line with the example that you set for yourself hey but you know ap i'm gonna touch on this too g go ahead when we got when we got black folks man speaking up like that fools man uh, you know they become a target man to the end from the enemy you feel what i'm saying like it was a few black brothers that were speaking out like that touching on things that we needed to hear as as people as black people as a whole you feel what i'm saying like nipsey dr sebi you feel what i'm saying and maybe a handful of others you feel what i'm saying but it's just like we got to protect the ones that are speaking out of that also Okay, but look, this, this is this is the this is gonna be the touchy part where I might get some backlash from. We gotta stop riding the fence. St- uh, Steven Jackson can't say Black Lives Matter and and be a crip or a blood. Nipsey oh, can't be a crip or a blood and still try to teach the black youth something. So there got we can't ride the fence no more. Where we a little bit of this and a little bit of that. The mob, and I'm going to throw this up there, and y'all know if, whether I'm bullshitting or not. The mob whole thing was, don't let nobody fucking know you the mob. Before John Gotti and all that shit, it was a secret society. So even though they was doing dirt, it was supposed to be a secret. And they would operate in the community like normal people. Go to church, do all the normal shit, and they did they dirt on the low. If we oh, yeah, could at least get to that fucking point, because you ain't going to stop niggas from doing dirt. But yeah. if we could at least get to the point where it's not cool to do the dirt, where you keep it to your motherfucking self, do your dirt by your lonely, so only one nigga go to jail, not the whole goddamn crew, and stop riding the fence. If you pro-black, you got to show it in your actions. If you a, a street nigga, go all the way the fuck out. That way people know to stay away from your motherfucking ass. But... Go ahead, Pac-G. That also comes with shit. All that shit come with a motherfucker being they self, bro. You feel me? Like, riding the fence is basically faking it. Like, nigga, you can't. No, nigga, ain't none of that, nigga. Or if you in a gang, bro, you false flag. You feel this the same shit, my nigga. Hold on. You making a good-ass point, but, but Pac-G, and let's keep it real. How many men and at what age do a lot of men learn who they are? We don't even Shit. be knowing who the fuck we are half the time. A lot of a lot of men don't reach that point until probably they late mid thirties type shit, or to some fucked up shit happen, or to some fucked up shit really happen in their life. I'm just now learning who the fuck I am, and I only kind of think I know. <laughs> shit, it took me a minute too, G. Really and I'm good. thirty. I'm thirty eight, but I kind of think I know who I am and what I want, and I also know what was what was holding me down and holding me back i i understand and realize that now the biggest thing with me was with me when i got to that point g was accountability my nigga you feel me like you got to hold yourself accountable for all your actions i don't give a fuck what you do how you talk to people how you address people how you carry yourself you know what i'm saying how other people see you when you come around you feel what i'm saying it's that accountability bro that you know what i'm saying that's what it was for me real Hey, I think that's what Kwame message is. Because if we all jump on his bandwagon and we all start trying to improve, 
And don't let this be one of them things that happen for a couple weeks because everybody want to hear the going back and forth. They want to hear the, the bullshit. How about we finally jump on a movement that means some shit and make this a real popular thing? You feel me? The same yeah, way Black Lives Matter blew the fuck up. Why the fuck do what Kwame say? Nigga, what would Kwame do? We, we need some what would Kwame do motherfucking bracelets. Because I'm not looking at Kwame as, oh, uh, uh, I, I don't 100% identify with this dude, but I know real shit when I hear it. You feel yeah. me? Definitely. And I'm not going to let my own personal feelings or things of that nature stop me from getting real game. Now, I yeah. already think a lot of what he says, but I also want to make sure that I'm not straddling the fence. I feel what you It's saying. still some of my old ways that has hey, not. Listen, I'm going to touch on this, too, because Meech brought that same shit up a, a couple shows back. Meech was saying some shit like that. Shout out Meech, too, man. You know For what sure. I mean? Shout out me too. But uh yeah, hell yeah. Uh he definitely brought some shit up like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. I gotta go back and watch some of the episodes, but Meach was talking about some of this shit too in one of the, uh one of our previous episodes. Dude. Well, I, I will say this me and Meach uh conversations would get confusing. But yeah. me knowing him, me knowing him by under you know, behind the scenes, we were always talking about improvement. So even yeah. if some of our shit sounded ignorant as fuck. That's because we not fully, we not fully out of our past, but we always talked about improvement. Mm -hmm. So, but but again, words are useless if that if it ain't no action behind it. You get what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. so so going forward, and this, it ain't just this situation. It's about that time though. Like we yeah. had a play, we had a point in life now that we're if. Not just the black community, but anybody who gets behind the, the gang life, the gun, the toting guns, shooting guns, the drugs, the drug addiction and the drug selling, that lifestyle has to stop. Whether you Latino, black, white, whatever the fuck you are, that's what's destroying the world. It, it's not even just the drug dealers. Y'all need to stop using all these fucking drugs. We, they wouldn't have nobody to sell it to if you motherfuckers stopped fucking with all these goddamn drugs. Fix what's wrong with you that you think you need to get high all the motherfucking time. Mm -hmm. And I ain't just, I drink like a motherfucker for the same reason. So I ain't gonna use excuses though, knowing that I, I'm looking at myself while Kwame talking, while I hear other men talking like this, I'm always looking at myself where am I going wrong at? What am I doing that I could correct? Do you ever do that? Shit, hell yeah. But but who 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 wouldn't, bro, if you want to progress, bro? Like, you know, I was always taught to, you know what I'm saying? We were all taught to fucking, as we got older and grown up, you know what I'm saying, to grow and develop, develop and grow. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on, G, and go back to that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but you know, you know what be the problem is everybody will hear a solid message and they always think it's he talking about y'all niggas. No, nigga, he talking about you too. Yeah, it's something in there that he talked about your ass too. Yeah, he gonna touch on he touched on some shit that damn everybody could relate to, bro. You feel Hold what I'm on, I got a I got a question though, because this the one thing, the one thing that I had a debate about today. 
Uh-oh. That y'all can correct. I'm going to let y'all correct me now if I'm wrong. Go ahead. What you got, G? Okay. Kwame was going hard at them niggas, right? Yeah. And I'm going to ask you this, Pac-G, and anybody in the chat room can answer. He, he made a statement that when you let a man get you mad with words and you want to take it physical, that, that that's not man shit. He said a man ain't going to uh, get angry over words that you're not acting like a man. Now I disagree with him in a way. I, I, I agree with him to a point. So my question is, are there certain words that changes this conversation from verbal to physical? Pat G. Yeah. The bitch word. <laughs> the police word. You call me a police nigga, I'm beating your ass because it ain't true. You whole ass nigga. But hold on, that's, Pac G, this like might, this might be where we need to grow. If, if a nigga got a re reputation for being a hundred solid ass nigga, bro, and you call him a rat, you're going to have to scrape with that nigga, bro, because he going to live and die over that motherfucking re reputation, bro. But Pac G. That's like calling him a bitch. Pac G, I agree with you, but that might be our problem. We what, don't have what if our problem? We don't. But it's it's certain it's certain shit, bro, that'll trigger a motherfucker, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's certain shit that will trigger a person, bro. Like real shit. Certain shit hey, that motherfuckers do not take. Hey, let me let me address this, right? Because I I, I I said I'll answer any question tonight. The Anvil <laughs> said, yes, big bank take little bank. <laughs> He's referring to when I said that to Meech. Oh, shit. So I'm going to address it for you, the Anvil. When we're having a discussion and I'm being called a good slave <clears throat> and he is representing the street life, my point that I was actually trying to make was that a slave, which is a legitimate square nigga in that conversation, actually lives a lot better than street niggas be living. So let's take me off the table because me and Meech, we had a conversation and we squashed it that night and I apologize for directing it in a way where it looks like I was talking about him and me. But my actual point was that a man that works every day and that works hard for, for the most part lives way better than the niggas that I know that are in the streets. So I shouldn't have used me as an example and I shouldn't have used him as an example, but I was only pointing out to a pest ass nigga because he irritating as fuck when we be arguing. And I and I kind of let I let my words slip. But we we talked about that. But I want to address the three G's so y'all can see that when I'm wrong, I'm fucking wrong. I went and hollered at that nigga after the show. I didn't want to say it that way, but and he couldn't move on G's, from it. Baby. Fuck you, man. So, so, so I just wanted to address it because I don't got no problem with that nigga, but we irritate no, we the shit out of each we, other. Hey, we still all family niggas. You Thank you. Me? We just get we, we get on each other nerves. Plenty, we each got plenty of shit That's going it. on in his life. You feel me? Big shit. Y'all gonna hear from him soon. You feel me? But uh, and again, he is he is a positive dude. We don't agree a lot, and we and we get on each other nerves. That's it. But I wanted to say that because I can I can admit when I be fucking up, and that's the point. Me and Pac G just said if it's certain words that a nigga say, we we off that. 
We on some other shit. Yeah, we on some other shit. But we need to stop that. But shout out to our motherfucking brother Meech, nigga. Hey, but Pac G, hold on. Let, let's go back to what we were saying. Shout out to dude. If a nigga say mm. certain shit, it take us to another level. Is this a problem? Should we fix this? Should we change this? We should fix it, to be honest. Now that I'm I'm an older cat, brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an older cat. Like, I look at shit a lot different than what I used to. I used to let my anger take over. And I had I had anger issues for a long time. You feel what I'm saying? I'm talking and about guess what I'm willing to admit for the light-skinned community? What's that? Light-skinned cats who've been whose backs been put against the wall a lot in their life, they learn to fight quickly because they don't, they don't be for the fuck shit. Okay. But that didn't come by chance and it didn't come to prove nothing to nobody. It came simply as a defense mechanism. Since you're going to try me because you think my hair look like fucking, uh, what dude call him Becky with the good hair. I might have to see you about that. So, but, but I could be all the way wrong about this shit. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe there's certain words and things that can get, you know, make it go further than it need to go. Yeah. So but I don't know. This is something I, I think though, I should G. work on. You got to think about this too, though, G. You know, when we a lot younger, G, you know, our mindsets are way different and it'd be harder for us to get to this mentality that we're at right now. You feel what I'm saying? For sure. Hey, uh, Yogi Fish with the $5 super chat. He said, still hanging with three G's, uh, but I miss Meech. Respect. Thank Much you, bro. Love, Shout bro. out to Meech. Shout out, bro. I, I, my, my bad, bro. I missed what you said. Oh, what I was saying was that, uh, damn, I forgot I'm high. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot what the fuck I said. <laughs> Well, look, a uh, uh, sewing lady said, yes, us, uh, we light-skinned people ain't with the crap. See, sewing ladies in the uh, light-skinned community with me. So, again, it's not no real beef um, that we feel like, oh, we got to show niggas we tough. Some niggas just tough. Some light-skinned niggas is tough. Some dark-skinned niggas is tough. And guess what? Some dark-skinned niggas ain't tough at all. Some light-skinned niggas ain't tough at all. Some people will let you go to a certain point and then now it's off the words now. And that, that's, that was my debate that I had earlier. I can take a lot of roasting. I'm all day with that shit. But when your words start shifting where I feel like you're now testing my manhood, that's when I lose it. But that might be a weakness of mine that I let people test my manhood. And now all of a sudden I want to show them that I ain't no bitch. It, yeah, it's gotten me in a lot of shit over the years. I got a, I got a, I got a long fuse, but once yeah. that motherfucker reaches limits, I'm on your ass. So, but Listen, is that wrong? Is that is that? Hold on, my fault. I'm talking too much. But Packy, is that masculine or feminine? Shut the fuck up. I'm about to answer that question Wait. though. Go ahead. What was the question again? Is it masculine or feminine? For for a nigga to let to let words make them blow up. Is it masculine or feminine? I don't think it's masculine or feminine. I just think it's a motherfucker being human, bro. You got motherfucking emotions, whether you like it or motherfucking not, bro. You feel what I'm saying? That's real. He said, uh, 
This could be it too. James Well said, uh, Matt Barnes isn't tough though. That's the point. Now that's true too. When mm -hmm. a nigga ain't tough and you know he ain't tough, you don't want to hear him talking tough. You, you yeah, you don't though, because you know you know you'll mop the flow with him, bro. Like, you like, you nigga, if you don't... like, man, bro. <laughs> like nigga, you nigga, you know what I you know how I do, nigga. You better quit playing with me, bro. All right, but look, this, this how I look at it too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take I'm a, I'm gonna say that yes, it is feminine to let words make you blow up. But I'm also gonna say it's also feminine, men, to keep poking at a nigga until he blow up. Because guess what women be doing to their man? Poking that nigga. Pokey, 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 then pokey. if he finally slapped the shit out your ass, now all of a sudden he's a monster. Same thing with a nigga in the street. Don't be poking these niggas out here. That's feminine too. You keep poking a motherfucker till he react. Don't get mad when he react. Yeah. But again, we all got to work on shit. But that's like a nigga bullying his chick at home. You feel what I'm saying? He at home bullying his chick, poking and poking and poking. Then when she you cut your piece off, nigga, she cut your dick off. Then what, nigga? She Lorraine and Bob at your ass. You've been poking and poking at this woman, bro. Leave this woman the fuck alone. You said, uh, Monster uh, 1K said, bros have to be in better control, control of themselves, of them, yeah. which I'm yeah. agreeing. But so that means we need to control our mouths and antagonizing people. And we need to control our hands and not be so willing to get physical. We damn sure need to leave guns out of the equation. Oh, that's the number one. How about we go back to sword fighting? I sword fight one of you niggas, but I don't want to shoot or box. I want to shit. Let's go back to where niggas was fighting with bloody knuckles, bro. Fuck that. Just fight with bloody knuckles, nigga. If your knuckles get too bloody, no, then fuck that. You might good. fuck around, hit me in my eye or something. I'd rather sword fight your ass. <laughs> you, you don't look like you can sword fight, G. You matter of fact, you don't look like you can sword fight at all. G, you gonna stab somebody with that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my own fucking nose off trying to sword fight your ass. <laughs> hey, but, hey, but uh, so look, this is what we gonna do because I kind of fucked up and geared. I kind of moved our conversation a little on some dumb shit, but I did want to talk about that. But I feel like Kwame message is something good enough for all of us to start to look look forward to what he got to say next time, and yeah. not not only listen to the to the joking and the playing and the antagonizing. But actually listen to his real message. Because at this point, if niggas don't start getting it better or getting a, a, a better way of communicating with each other and dealing with each other, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. It's been getting worse. Mm -hmm. It's females out here busting pistols now. Man. It's females out here acting like straight gangbangers. Plenty of them. So what we gonna do for it? Hey, I'm gonna open up the phone lines though, so I can shut the fuck up finally. Sorry about that, Pack G. And um, Are you good, those... you good? You know we on here talking shit, man. This is this healthy conversation. What what Cedric the Entertainer say on Barbershop? This healthy conversation. Goddamn exactly. But I, I want sure? the pe I want the people to get it in with us tonight. So y'all go ahead and call in if you can, please. Three <clears throat> G's lit tonight, man. Dog, this shit, man, it's, it's such a real conversation, man. Man, listen, bro. Shit, I couldn't man. wait to do this shit. I, I, we talk about dumb shit. We'll talk about anything on here. We fuck around and talk about aliens next week. Thank, thank you for calling 3Gs. How can we help you? What up, what up? How you feeling, man? What's up, player? Turn uh, turn that down behind you, though, yep, for I got it down right now. Yep, I'm already on top of it, family. How uh, you feeling, man? Man, we feeling great tonight, bro. 
That's what's up. I want to thank you. I want to thank the other family member and Pat all your G. family members. I want to thank Co- uh, uh, Mr. Brown for what he's doing, putting himself out there like that. That's the blessing in disguise. You know what I'm saying? I totally agree. Yeah. And um, I just want to say, I want to completely stop black on black crime, period. All through the whole United States. If we all could do that, that would change and then change our all our egos, you know what I'm saying? And make us more stronger and go against them. Those motherfuckers that's fucking with us, you know what I'm saying? Hey, let me ask you a quick really question. Yes, sir. What's the best way to go against them, quote unquote? Cause you talk about my mama, motherfucker. But what's what's the best way? <laughs> what's the best way to go against them on some real talk? Real talk, though. Knowledge, having the knowledge, being one step ahead of them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Great you know, answer. What they about to do before they do it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. if we could go one stop in front of them, then we we already on top of it. You know? <laughs> no, that's a perfect answer. And Definitely. I feel like with the knowledge we apply practical knowledge and that's what Kwame was talking about. We shouldn't, yes, our kids shouldn't know how to play video games, but not know how to mm. sweep the flow. These kids don't even know how to sweep the fucking flow. They, they don't know how to build nothing. A trade school ain't even, they can't even do, they can't even do the, the, the basic math that's so required to go said, to a trade school. Absolutely. What you just said, no foundation, mm-hmm. no structure. But look, how about we start off with, uh, trying to eliminate the violence with each other so we at least can be in the same room, in the same classrooms, the same environments, and feel safe around each other. Yes, sir. 100% agree. That's what exactly, and we have to start off with the kids, building a community in the kids. I'm trying to do that, but I need I need help. I need steps as myself. You know, I got a foundation, but not a big foundation, but I have a personal foundation of how I would do my kids. When I do have kids, I've had a woman with kids and I had to try to do a foundation with them. She wouldn't let me do a foundation with them because her foundation wasn't correct. Now her kids is a fake. God damn. You know what I'm saying? You dropped the F-bomb on the show. Good looking, but I feel you though. No, but I feel you though. I know what you're saying and I know where you're coming from. And that's another issue. See, the real point is, and this is why I wanted to say this about Kwame. Forget that we all fucked up. Let's all stop being fucked up. Let's all start working on not being fucked up. That that include Matt Barnes. That includes Stephen Jackson. That include everybody in this whole equation, including everybody ears that hear this shit. Let's all start working on our motherfucking selves, how we can present ourselves to each other better. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it moving, but certified up. Y'all already know I'm with y'all all day. God bless y'all. I'm, I'm gonna keep in touch. Appreciate you, bro. Okay, bro. All right, callers, let's do it. Pac G, you got anything you want to add to the next call? Shit, no, I'm just waiting on the calls, man. You know All right, man? well, here Shit. we go. Here we go. That was New York. Here go Cali right here. Three Gs, how can we help you? Hey, what's, what's good, bro? What's up, bro? This uh, Juma calling from L.A. Respect, brother. What you got to add tonight? Respect to the show, respect to the platform, bro. I'm here to support the show. Just want to briefly speak on Kwame um, and what uh, he represents now. Um, you know, I was from L.A., so I, I was on that Kwame hate train, um, you know, from the Lakers. And, uh, you know, I realized that I was brainwashed, just like he said, by Stephen A. and his opinions. 
if you keep mm. talking about somebody uh, constantly the way that Stephen A. and, and uh, the media criticized Kwame for not living up to uh, his potential, um, you start believing that stuff, man. And uh, I just want to say, you know, I feel bad now from just allowing somebody to form an opinion of somebody that I didn't even know. Hearing because Kwame never spoke, mm-hmm. but to hear this brother speak now, he's redeemed himself. He's the he's the new Malcolm X. I mean, the the the, the new Jack Malcolm X. He's telling it like it is, bro. And I respect him even more. Bro, I know exactly what you're saying. And you know what's crazy? His whole journey, what he went through as a kid, playing in the league, and even going through this right now, it might have only been for his true purpose, which is to start opening the eyes of people so we can start thinking differently. That might have been the, the, the whole point of his whole journey thus far is so he could open our eyes up. Bro, he didn't open up my eyes to a lot, bro. And I mean... I, I I mean I had major love for um you know for, for Stephen Jack and uh and Matt Barnes I mean you know let's do, I mean I just did but to see the way that that they coming off now it's putting I'm looking at them cats kind of different bro I hey mean, hey G but listen this is truth and, and I know what you mean but that's the if if we if we start shitting on them now then we doing exactly what Kwame is criticizing them for. We got to have the same patience with them to start falling in line and starting to improve and, and, and work on themselves too. That's true, bro. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm ready to get on a, I'm on a immediate hate train of, uh, you know, Jack and, you know, Steven and, and, you know, and Matt Barnes, but, you know, it just made me look at them a little different, man. You know, them is black men. And if they just would have reached out to him and, and I showed him respect as a black man, um, you know, which is the least of what they could have did, you mm-hmm. know, instead of trying to clown him and thinking that, you know, he's just going to continue to be a punching bag for 20 years, man. You know, no self-respecting man is going to allow another man to sit up there and talk about him like that. Hey, hey, shout out to Paul Mooney who just passed away. He said, but he used to say niggas getting their uh, they nigga wake up call. And I, I think a lot of people getting their nigga wake up call, you know, it coming through uh, Kwame Brown. You did real talk, bro. Real talk, bro. I'm not gonna take up too much of your time, brother. I just wanted to call in and give my little opinion and uh, on Kwame Brown. Shout out to that brother, that black king, that warrior, that soldier. He proved that he was stronger than all of them put together. You know, to endure all that he endured for 20 years. Somebody just shitting on them for all them years, man. And when you, when you, you know, poke a, a, a snake with a long, with a short <laughs> stick, be prepared to get bit. So, yeah, yeah. bullshit. Absolutely. Hey, bro, you got a good platform, brother. I'm going to continue to support it, continue to, uh, um, um, you know, anytime you come on, support the show, man. But, you know, keep up the good work, brother. You got a, you got a good uh, uh, platform here, man. To get the information out to the, to the people, man, we need to hear the truth. Just like Kwame said, bro, we just need to hear the truth. Just give me the facts, man. I'm tired of all the bullshit. Give me the facts, bro. And, and bro, I think what it is, is, and that's why I like 3Gs. Me and Pac-G talked about it. This ain't about us trying to get famous or, or people fuck with us. We trying to host a party every Friday for everybody to come kick it with us. It ain't about that's us true. leading this shit. We just setting up a platform. 
where real motherfuckers could come here and kick it and we all been through fuck shit and we trying to improve it. Exactly, bro. I mean, you know, we see how, you know, whether it's um, Amar Arbery or George Florida or, you know, the list goes on and on. You know, uh, Breonna Taylor, how, how they just shoot us down and gun us down, man, without no consequences. If we can't come together and stick together now when we see, you know, even in 2021, how racism is supposed to be gone, but we still getting murdered in the streets, by, you know, like dogs, by man, by the police. And now they're passing these laws to make it um, legal, um, like out here in California, man, when you, you know, like when George Floyd was going on, um, and the, the BLM was uh, blocking like the 405 freeway and the, the, um, the 110. You know, now they didn't sign laws that if somebody hits you, um, they're not liable. It's like a stand your ground with your car. So they they, they, they passing these laws, man, to, to make it harder for, um, you know, to make it easier for them to just kill us. But again, the caller before you brought up how we need to get information and get, you know, educated on some real shit instead of how to get a bag or how to wear jewelry. We need to know how to basically do anything without the help of outsiders. Exactly, brother. And and that's why your platform is going to be a key to getting out truthful information to our people, you know, um, without no filter, without without no. You know, just you just straighten no chaser. You, you did. You, your platform yeah. is just giving, just giving the raw truth, bro. And now in 2021, that's all people want to hear now, man. We tired of the bullshit, bro. We tired of the, you know, the double talk, triple talk, and the, you know, the, the the unseen hand behind the scenes. Kwame Brown is exposing all of that, and they wasn't ready for that. They wasn't ready for him to get up on his platform. This brother then went from 3,000 subscribers to now 100K in a matter of days. I'm that's, you know, that, that's, that's, that right there is mind-blowing on YouTube, bro. Damn. From 3K to 100K in a few days, bro. That means people want to hear what this brother got to talk about, man. Bro, we needed to hear that shit. That's why we kind of yeah. damn near ain't got nothing to add. We letting him talk. We letting y'all talk. We ain't got a whole <laughs> lot of shit to add. But we all need to take heed and not just listen. And then a week later, we go right back to our bullshit. Exactly, bro. But I, I think this right here, though, Kwame didn't, didn't spark the, uh, um, you know, he didn't spark some, man. I'm not going to even speak on the Charlemagne situation. I, that's a whole nother issue. But I just want to, I just want to stay on, uh, on Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and how they are in a fraternity. You know, they all in the, was all in, in the league. And mm-hmm. I just felt that they just, they didn't think that, that, um, that, that Kwame would, would, uh, he's like a Phoenix, man. He didn't rose out the ashes and now he's, He's going to be bigger than them and the, the, all the Smoke podcasts. You know, now he got all these media people reaching out to him because they want to hear what he got to say. 100%. So, and and what's even doper, he said, fuck y'all. I don't even want to talk to y'all. Fuck yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. Now he said, fuck y'all. All right, homie, I'm going to give somebody else a chance to call in, man. Thanks for fucking with us. For sure, bro. I'm going to fuck with you, bro. All right, peace. All right, peace. Bet Pack G. That's what that's what a nigga we that's what we nigga me me and Pack G be saying the same shit. No, we love this shit. This ain't supposed to be nothing but just niggas kicking it. Uh we got another call already, Pack G. Let's get it. All right, thank you for calling three G's. How can we help you? 
Yeah, Call it. TV what up? What's up, player? What's going? Hey man, just calling with the Tommy uh, Brown situation. What you got to add tonight? You there? Hey, caller, I don't know why, but we... was real, man. All right, go ahead, bro. We couldn't hear nothing yeah, you right. said. Go ahead. Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, you... Uh, turn down your TV... Turn down your TV behind you just in case, because I don't know why we can't hear you good. I hear you, but turn down that TV behind you. Okay, I got you, got you, got you. My bad, my bad. You got me? Yeah, you good now. Go ahead, brother. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, uh, I agree with, with most of what uh, Kwame Brown was saying. I agree, too. Elaborate a little bit for us. Like, um, like we need, like, you know, we need more brothers to stand up and speak their minds about other brothers, but just do it in a different way where we're not putting each other down so the other people can see that bullshit. Like, it's like a conversation that needs to be held behind doors. I agree, but I think if you don't put things in the front of people nowadays, they'll sweep it under the rug. And I think it's good that it's out in the open because can't nobody hide from this nigga right now. I must, I, I, he he going to make sure everybody hear what he got to say this time. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. But like, like, get behind doors and come to come to grips with what you want to be put out there, and then come out there. You no. know what I mean? I mean, okay, I get what you're saying. Uh, do you think that uh, he was uh, wrong for the for addressing them in the way he addressing them, or are you okay with the fact that he kind of poking them a little bit, he kind of uh, antagonizing them a little bit? Just a little bit, but you know we all grown men out here. I mean, if you gonna if you gonna dish it, be able to take it, man. You know what I mean? Because I don't think he started it. I agree. I don't think he. I don't think he started it. I think they didn't. They didn't think they were coming at him that hard. But I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I think he said, "I'm about tired of these motherfuckers." Yeah, and that goes back. AP, that goes back to what you were saying earlier. Like how you can, uh, words can affect somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. But, yeah, but, so I, go ahead. I think, that was, I think that was the straw that broke it because, like I say, I'm from D.C. And when this nigga came to my town and he couldn't play ball with the, with Jordan, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and they got the poking on him right then. He, did, he was quiet as a church mouse. But all these years later... He just kept that shit inside, and finally he said, "Fuck it." And he just all that shit that he was holding all them years, he just let it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, you know what I like about him, and I'm gonna let you go, caller, is that when he finally let it out, it wasn't to try to shame nobody else, even though that's what he's doing. The real message was to change the behavior of black folks. Very true. Very true. That's why I respect him, cause cause he could have just kept this shit petty and kept it about him and his career, but that was just the 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 door opening, cracking open for him to yeah, come in and I, talk about some real shit. Other stuff, yeah. That's why. That's what I like about what he's doing, what he is doing anyway. But like you say, he ain't done. He gonna be on a tangent all the way through. He ain't done. Well, he be he better not come fucking with me, cause I roast his cock eyed ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me let me quit playing that nigga big as a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, no, no, he ain't. No, let me tell you how big he's not. Okay. One of one, one of the uh, quips that Jordan had with his ass. Yeah. He said, he said, "You big motherfucker, you can't even climb a basketball." I I remember him saying that, but you know, yeah. come on, man, that's I don't know if that's true or not. Jordan just was on his ass. You know what I'm saying? Jordan was bullying his ass. And that was a 19-year-old kid. Do you know how fucking timid a 19-year-old basketball player be? To Michael Jordan. And that was his idol, like you said. Right, Pac-G? Like, they took advantage of that, man. So, well, you know, we gonna see how this shit play out, bro. Thank you for calling us tonight. All right, bro. All right, peace. We gonna keep going for shit. A kid Damn, that age, hey, hold on. Go ahead, Pac G. A kid that age, G, he gonna be timid as fuck, G, to Jordan, G, and this is what he trying to do for the rest of his life to play ball. And Jordan, the one drafted, he just want to fit in, right? Uh, uh my fault. Uh, caller, what's good? All right, they hung up on us, Pac G. All right, caller, what? talk to us. I don't know why. Okay, hold on. If y'all can you can you hear a good Pac G? Yeah, what's that beeping do? I don't know. I, yeah, I'm trying I'm to hear you, but some keep. Uh, I get a lot of feedback though from your phone. Go ahead. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Hey sis, what's what's beeping behind you? You got a nigga on life support, and you on here talking about niggas uh, loving the she struggle. No, I don't have nobody on life support. <laughs> what's that beep? I'm at work. Oh, okay, okay. All right, now now we know now we know it's just something behind you, and it's not no malfunctioning. <laughs> so we gonna work with you. We gonna work with you because we now now we know that the beeping ain't some nigga on life support. All right, you said you said a lot of people are in love with the struggle. Are you trying to say it feel better to be down with the struggle as opposed to climb out of it? Yeah. In what I, I way? Really do. I, I really think uh, a lot of folks will, you know, are cool with the status quo, you know, not being, you know, their full potential because they feel as though, oh, this is good enough. It's a situation where, you know, being a C student is good enough. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, you should live up to your full potential. And a lot of people don't do that because they surround surround them with people that are either below them or on their level. And you can't sit here and want to be better. When you want to be better, you surround yourself with people who inspire you. Mm-hmm. Or a, or or more professional people, you know, you they may not have to be in the same field that you in, but you are going to be around people who are going to hold you accountable to your actions. You know, so it's like you know, if you're not around those type of people, yeah, drinking all night, you know, every day is going to be acceptable for a person who ain't trying to do nothing in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you think would be a step forward in a change in that attitude of loving the struggle that much? Do you think you got, have you even thought about it yet? What could we do 
to kind of get away from that? I got an idea when you're done. Um, I think the best thing to do is a lot of self-motivation. Like, uh, unfortunately, it, it gets to a, a situation where you have to take, um, get that self-motivation from self within, or you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be forced. And a lot of black folks need to be forced. The, the enforcement of not being able to get government assistance. You know, mm. when they started um, implementing drug testing in certain states when it comes to getting assistance, I really think the, the biggest thing that's holding us back as a um, black nation is um, government assistance. Because women uh, use that as an excuse to not go on to school, not, uh, you, you know, doing what they need to do so they can take care of their, their family or not being in a relationship with a man because, oh, I can get assistance or I can get a check from my um, from the um, state because my kid, you know, is a little slow. So now I got a Social Security check. So now I don't have to uh, work like that. You know, it, it's a situation where you, you when you have to get it out the mud, like even with myself, I, when I went to school um, to become a nurse, I was in a situation where I was homeless at one point going through there and then on top of it, it was the situation I had a child too so it's like I didn't have a choice yeah. I didn't have, failure was not an option for me so mm-hmm. when you're in a situation where failure is not an option you are going to do whatever it takes to get what you need to go I'm with you on that but I think when people do what you did and a lot of other people do we we stop having compassion for the people that didn't have that drive that we had and we start looking down at other people or we don't we so glad we finally got somewhere where we could rest we don't want to go help nobody or we don't want to you know no i don't think it's a situation i'm I'm never a type of person i don't want to help i help you but i only help people who help themselves good point Mm-hmm. So, no, it's a lot of people who don't want to. And, 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 and then I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with looking down on people. White folks look out, down on um, other white folks. They call them white trash. That's a good point. And, and you're mm-hmm. right. Some, some, everybody not going to be equipped or willing to participate in this new movement. But I'm going to let you go, sis, because that beeping fucking me up. <laughs> but uh, have right. a good night and thanks for calling, though. I'm going to get another call in a minute. But Pac G. I'm, you tell me what you think we could do to stop uh, that that hood mentality. Basically, what's going? What's what? What? What could we do to shift that? Shit, man, it's 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 hard to say, man, because everybody ain't got somebody that's in a position where they could show them a trade or a skill. Because these schools ain't showing them shit no more. A lot of these schools don't even got shop class no more. You feel what I'm saying? Like they don't got nothing for these kids to use their fucking hands to to work, to make money, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like they're not teaching them shit. So it's like it's kind of hard because the kids got OGs that ain't teaching them shit because the OGs want shit either. That's a good point. So it's hard, my nigga. Like it's hard to say, bro. No bullshit. It's really hard to say, man. Hey, it's just for my fault, go, my fault, bro. Go it's ahead. Just, it's just for a, a, one of the kids. The kids just got to have it in them, bro. Have that drive to want more, to do better. I mean, that's all I can say, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think one of our biggest crutches, and y'all can kill me if y'all think I'm lying, because Kwame said, too, I'm on that nigga's side tonight. He said that basically a lot of black folks 
spend too much time blaming other cultures, but as a man and people that might be old school, people that might have had this real um, a man in a life to kind of tell them this, you don't get to use excuses, even if that excuse is racism, even if the excuse is white supremacy or some some thing against you. If you the man or the king or the God that you call yourself, nothing's supposed to stop you. Nothing's supposed to stop you from taking care of your family, taking care of yourself, building for your family and holding yourself down. I think the real issue is too much time is being spent on the enemy instead of the real motherfucking enemy, which is you. Only you can stop you from doing shit. Mm -hmm. Period. And you're supposed to be willing to die about it. Because you will die yeah, about yeah. a chain or a car or uh, some clout or somebody fucking your bitch or you know, trying to be the man, you will die about that. But you won't die about becoming the, that one guy that's, you know how the white people got the old grandpa picture above the fireplace. That's grandpa whatever. He the one got rich and made it better for all of us. Right, yeah. Nigga, you supposed to be that nigga on, on a picture that your great grandkids be like, that's, that's grandpa, uh, you know, Pac G. He the one started this shit. He the one got us out the mud. Yep. Why the fuck niggas ain't aspiring to do that? Instead of the older generation, because they, they, they love fuck shit, getting out of prison at a time where, nigga, you can't even help me, nigga. You 55, your son 25, nigga, you can't even help me. Now, now you can't stop what you already did and what you already did, or I mean been through. But there is no excuse going forward for niggas to say why, who started it, who mm -hmm. got you there, the white man did this, the white man did this. Stop fucking with them. Mm -hmm. Figure out a way not to. Or do what the Chinese did or the Japanese did in America. The Japanese got through a motherfucking internment camps during World War II because they looked like the enemy. They, they were... Like we don't fuck we don't fuck with Japan, so we not fucking with y'all. Yeah, no bullshit. Yeah. But what they did was they start going to schools, learning all the shit from these white motherfuckers, how to build their own shit and how they own shit. Then they took the game back to Japan. Stop discouraging black men from going to college and getting the game. Well, they just indoctrinating you. I didn't say go get the game to become an employee of theirs. Go get the game to build houses, to do all the electric, to do all the motherfucking plumbing, to, to you know, to, to code computers. Go get the game that is re requiring you to be a boss. Hell yeah. No Not to shit. go work for a motherfucker. Don't go, don't go to a college saying, I want to make $100,000 a year. Go to college saying, I want to pay a motherfucker $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm finna get another call, G. Go ahead. Thank you for calling 3Gs. How can we help you? 3Gs, what's going on? This AP, what's going on, boy? What's up, player? Who am I talking to? It's Glenn, boy. Hey, what's up, my nigga? 
I shouldn't say nigga no more. I'm too light skinned. What's up, my brother? <laughs> What's going on, boy? Talk to me, bro. Shit, man. Call me brown. She crazy though, but you gotta show that nigga some respect though. You know uh, what I'm saying? Oh, uh, we definitely are. We definitely you know are. Ha have you been listening? The show, the show, the show. Shit, man. I'm thinking about uh, I want to turn my back on Barnes and uh, Stack Five, man. But shit, Kwame got some points, bro. Yeah, but I don't you know think I don't think you should turn your back. I think we should pressure uh Qua I mean uh Barnes and Jack to listen to what this brother's saying and then move forward differently. But when you in that media, you know what I'm saying, that media circle, a lot of the points Kwame was making, that shit go against everything the media promoting, you know what I'm saying? But 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 let me let me say this, bro. If you can't be a masculine back a black man with millions of dollars in your account, then fuck you. Then that's a fact. I agree with you one hundred percent. If you ain't got enough money right now, if you ain't got enough money to live your life like a fucking man right now, then fuck you. Then a lot of them niggas don't want to give up on the, on that money. You know what I'm saying? The cars, the girls, that, that kind of lifestyle. And they lose like when you lead a league, you become like think about it. Ain't nobody thinking about no uh nineteen ninety-eight basketball player <laughs> yeah, that that retired. Like when once a nigga retire from the league, they just a regular ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? People still for sure, for sure. they still want to be in the limelight. And they still want to be spoken of. So they, they protecting that, not even just the money. So now it's even worse because now you're not selling out people or you're not uh, defaming people for money. You're really doing it just to stay in the limelight. That's all it's about, my nigga, to stand in the limelight. And Kwame Brown is really tarnishing them niggas' image right now. I, I, mm -hmm. he made some, I, I thought the nigga was a sucker at first. I ain't going to lie to you, but Kwame, he a stand-up guy, bro. Hey, hey let, let's be honest, though. We don't know that nigga. He could say a lot of real shit. And then three weeks from now, he start getting exposed for some fuck shit. Then we all be like, oh, I thought this nigga was the truth. That's why we got to separate men from the message. But my nigga, but that's how life worked, though. You don't know nobody till you know him. Like, you know what I'm saying? You meet a motherfucker, you don't know who he really is. But if he's showing you he 100 in front of you, that's all you can go off of. I agree. I agree. But this is where I'm trying to take it to. Let's take the message away from the man. Just in case Kwame do got some holes in his uh armor, we don't care because we we standing on the message, not who Kwame is or not who anybody else is. That's the problem with the fucking uh leaders, the so-called black leaders in the past because it 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 became about them and not about the movements they was trying to push. Somebody. I hear what you're saying too. You mm. know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, man, life will make you a better man anyway. But like I said, bro, I ain't want to call and talk y'all here off, man. I just call it social love to my nigga AP, man. You I appreciate it, bro. Podcast popping, bro. You boys doing your thing. Thank you, and, bro. Uh, keep bringing that message, man. I'm gonna keep listening, my G. Will do, man. Thank you, man. Be safe. Uh, you... All right, we're gonna take one more. One more, Pat G. One more, G. One more. Let's get it. All right, here we go. San Antonio. Three G's, how can we help you? Hey, how you doing? What's up, bro? Say, so, um, I was just 
I just want to address some of the things that you were saying. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying, right? But what? the thing of it is like this, my brother. It's rules to this, okay? Because this is a, a strategic warfare that we under, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta, the thing of it is, you got to recognize what your enemy is doing and who your enemy is, okay? It's always easy to want to start from the top or to want to be at the top, but you got to understand that you got to start from somewhere in order to climb there. You, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're black. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you something. The struggle, if one is un- in, in struggling, we all struggle. Every last one of us. I don't care if you if you got um, high education. I don't care if you got the job that you're looking for or whatever. Because... This is this is how the enemy operate. Just like you know, what I'm saying if if they if one person do something wrong, they gonna they gonna punish the bunch of us. They're not gonna just punish that one person. They're gonna use him as an example to you know what I'm saying to to make mm-hmm. us look you know what I'm saying to make us all look bad. So we 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 never end this alone. Never think that you end this alone because. That's what they want you to think. They because the, the the strategy is is divide and conquer. So what do you think the division is? You mm-hmm. out there by yourself. You thinking exactly. that, that that nobody is gonna be there for you when each and every last one of us is going through the same thing that you're going through. I know what you're saying, I, but this is why Kwame is proving that you don't need to be in their their in crowd. To be about something. No, I'm not talking in crowd. Okay. Help me out. You know what I'm saying? When you recognize what you're doing, you make a better decision. When you see it, you got to see it first in order for it to compute with your brain. Okay. When your brain tells you something is going on, you don't turn a bond on because you're thinking that you're doing better than the next. Because you actually not. Because as long as they keeping one of us down... They keeping all of us down. That's why it's, it's, in everything they do, they only want one black person. Why do you think that is? Because so, are you addressing? Are you addressing when I said uh, some people ain't gonna be ain't gonna be able to come, or some people ain't gonna be able to, you know, be helped? Or is that the point you addressing? I'm addressing the whole issue. What you're saying because you know, what I'm saying the, see, the younger generation is not paying attention to the older generation like we are. I'm 47, right? Okay. So in my day, we had to sit down and listen to the older generation. They made sure of it. But nowadays, this younger generation is looking at the others because they see what they got and they're expecting their parents to give it to them just like that. But they're not recognizing what their parents had to go through in order to get it. You know what I'm saying? The white mm-hmm. parents might have it so they can afford to give it to their children. But the black parents is working their butt off to get what they got to get. You see what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It's coming from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing if the black parents got it and they go out there and give it to their children and they give them the education and all that. That's all fine and then We're not talking about that. We're talking about what? When you forget 
what it took to get there. You thinking that, oh, I'm here, I arrived, so it's over. No, it's not over. It's not over until it's over for all of us. You see what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. We all got to be at the top because, you know, we don't want too many chiefs. You feel me? I agree, I agree with that, but that's why I was kind of harping on the fact that the message needs to be more important than the person. Because if we all passing on that message, then more kids, more generations, we're going we're gonna to be all trying to do differently and move differently with each other instead of trying to outdo each other. I know why that's not true. Okay, go because ahead. Each and every last one of us got a brain, and we don't know where that's going to take us. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's going to make their own decision and offer their own perspective. When they see something, like just because I see something and find the good in it, that don't mean my brother going to feel the same way. So you can't say we all going to do, you know what I'm saying? We hoping that's going to happen and that's the goal. And we try to encourage them to go that way. But, hey. The, the fact of a matter is, just like just like you, you you might went to school, did your homework, and you might have a homeboy that was that was very intelligent. He was real smart, but he didn't reach that uh, potential because why? He didn't want to do his homework. Uh, no matter how many times y'all told him, say, man, won't you just go ahead and do your homework? You know what I'm saying? You know you're a smart guy, but for some reason, he'd rather go the other way. But that's okay. Because some people have to learn the hard way. And there's nothing wrong with that. We don't know what he, what he had to go through in life. We don't know what he had to put up with. It's a lot that we don't know. All we see is what's in front of us. But we don't know what's inside of a person. We do not know. Hey. So we got to be patient with that. You know what I'm saying? Just because you might find it easy to go this way, that don't mean that your brother going to find it easy to go that way. So we, we can't we can't put that same stipulation on them. We gotta be patient with one another in order to really get the true meaning and what the ancestors was telling us. All this stuff was prearranged. What you's doing, what I'm doing, what everybody is doing, that already been done before. You know what I'm saying? That's what the that's what the whole civil rights movement was about. And the, and, the, and the real push for us as a people, I'm talking about white folks too, was the push for self-sufficient. That's what work was all about. When you go back and you study what working was all about, it was to be what? Your own boss, to be self-sufficient in this world. Nobody was, in, was meant to go to work and continue to work for somebody. Just like all those slaves that bought themselves out of slavery. That come from work. That come from, you know what I'm saying, a drive. But that also come from intelligence in order to do what you had to do to get you out of yourself out of that situation. And what did they do? They came back for the others. Hey, they bro. Leave them there. Hey, they bro. Came back for them. Bro, you hear me? Yeah. Now, it sounds like we damn near agree on just about everything that I was saying and you were saying and Pac G was saying. I don't think we really off on a lot of things. Um,
Always that. That's real. Listen, hold on. That's real. And I'm going to say this one point and I'm going to let you go, bro. You're right. Everybody not going to get it at the same time. I agree with that. But I feel like the percentage and the majority and what's popular, we need to start making the, the solid shit popular. Like what Kwame talking about needs to be the mainstream popular attitude of black folks, not the street yeah. shit. So, so some people will get it later, but we need, in other words, we need two kids skipping school instead of 20 kids skipping and two people in class. That's the goal, my brother. That's what that's what the struggle is all about. You know what I'm saying? Every parent wish that they can get all their kids to obey, but they know one of them going to act up. That's, <laughs> that's real. I, that was me, nigga. Mm-hmm. But all right, I'm gonna let you go, bro. Uh, thanks for calling us, man. Call us whenever you get ready, brother. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, Pac G. Look, what you want to do? We could keep going. We could take more calls. We could wrap the show. Shit, I don't know what's up to you, brother. Shit, you know. Chilling, well, man. we got a lot of viewers right now, and uh, this really wasn't about viewers and shit this really just was about going in on some some stuff that needed to be talked about and we didn't want to talk about the messy part so we wanted to talk about the solid real shit about it um, oh, yeah, definitely. I, you said what i said yeah that's most definitely should i take one more call or we out of here shit it's up to you brother what you want to do i'm I, i'm asking you my nigga come on bro. i'm asking nope, you no 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 damn nope. bro <laughs> I'm gonna do this because we missing a lot of calls. A lot of people didn't get a chance to talk, but I will say this: put in the comment section, do y'all want us to do this again tomorrow night? You free tomorrow night, bro? Uh, I don't know yet. I gotta let you know tomorrow. Oh, we ain't gotta do it tomorrow night. But if y'all want us to touch on this topic one more time to go a little deeper or further in this. We will do it. Is that okay? How about this, Pac G? <laughs> Let's just make it a two-hour show. We had an hour and 46 minutes. Two-hour show, y'all. I'm going to take more calls. Fuck it. Thank you for calling 3Gs. How can we help? Hey, what up, fellas? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Okay, what's up? I seen you. I just want to uh, chime in on the last dude was saying on the uh, self-sufficiency thing. Okay. I think difference between Kwame Brown and, and Stephen Jackson and all that. Kwame's self-sufficient. He got a farm, got land. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to worry about shit. Now, if y'all become self-sufficient, I'm talking about solar energy. You know what I'm saying? We grow our own food. You know what I'm saying? What can they off? What can they dangle in front of us if we got everything that we? I'm saying we we got all that. You know, that's how I feel. Hey, bro, but this now now I don't want to argue or fight with nobody. But Uh but the real thing is to be realistic. To be real, we all got to be able to coexist on the planet, but. Black folks need to be as strong or stronger than other cultures. You need to be able to go to war with if necessary. You need to be able to make deals with if necessary. You need to be able to bargain with other cultures if necessary. But yeah, that's true. That, but it's only 13 families that run the whole world. 
Oh, uh, uh, you going, you going deep. You going deep. Yeah. And it's only 13 families, bro. But, bro. If we, if we start building our families and start connecting with other families, that's what's going to get it. Not the individual. Okay, I'm, I'm connecting with one person. No, my family going to connect with this family that's self-sufficient. And we going to rock out like that. Let me, let me ask you a question. Because this is what I believe. I believe there is African royalty that is as wealthy or more wealthy than any other European or Asian or Arab. And they also got a seat at the table and they also dictate how they run their countries. And they also are uh, taking advantage and using the sheep. Yeah, I think you're right about that because I was thinking about this shit the other day. I, I, gotta, I was looking to hire a white dude to go collect my rents. Just because black people dealing with black people, you know what I'm saying? It's a whole different story. Bro, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I think it's some people at the, you know what? I ain't going to say it's people at the table. I say it's people at the table trying to get crumbs from the table. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about that, bro. Because listen, man, I, I, I do this as a hobby. And I ain't trying to sound smart. I just do it as a hobby. I look into other cultures and history a lot. There are African, black Africans that are wealthy as fuck. And they are making all the boss moves and decisions in their own countries. There also are white. There also are colonized places. But there also is African-ran places. Just like there's Arab and, and Saudi ran and, you know, you name it. I feel like the kings at the top divide and conquer those at the bottom. That's the whole pyramid shit, the whole Illuminati shit. There is a top of every pyramid and it ain't just white people. Yeah. yeah the Boulay alone. Well, now they definitely ran by white folks, but I know what you mm -hmm. mean though. You mean there's a hierarchy in the black community? I'm talking about in the yeah. world. I'm talking about in the in the world scheme of things. Hell yeah. But shit. I'm thinking like after all them years, you know what I'm saying? Don't no African king kept their wealth. We just all everybody just got their shit too. Y'all need to go look up the list. Y'all need to go look up the list of billionaires. Hell yeah. It's a shitload of black African men and women that are billionaires and been billionaires. So they might be hundreds of billions. Might even be trillions, cause if you if if you have billions of dollars, Pack G, wouldn't you hide some of the other money you've been making? Bro, but the only thing I don't get is why do black billionaires why they don't link up and start doing shit? I think it's it's somebody higher than them got them in check. Like, no, y'all can't y'all can't link up, cause a billionaire can change a whole city by itself. You assuming that they city, bro? But bro, you assuming that they want things to change? Yeah, without 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 uh economic uh or social yeah, engineering the world ain't nobody gonna clean the toilet ain't nobody gonna yeah. go and get your food ain't nobody gonna cook your food if you don't have uh economic uh structures I i'm fucking up my words but if you don't have people of different class levels you then you who give a fuck if you rich if yeah, a poor man can go you know, do the same thing you can do. He'll that's never serve you. Sufficiency. That's why if somebody's self-sufficient, you, you grow on your own food, you got your own power, bro. The other, out of all the other shit extra. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The hierarchy gonna be the same if you're self-sufficient. It don't, it don't matter if you got billions or not. If you able to get your own food, you got your own power, bro, you rich. That's rich right there. That's wealth right there. Hey man, I want y'all all to do this because I just did this. Uh, the Congo. Uh, I forgot what they they renamed the Congo, but um, I was watching this documentary where these cats was working in the mine, and I uh, they also was showing a, a wealthy uh, singer over there who who live you know driving Lambos, living in a mansion. I think y'all all should go see how some of these countries be living. Your typical black American ain't willing to do none of that shit. So even though you can make your food and cook your food, once a motherfucker do two days in the field, they gonna be like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> Take me back to where the fuck I came from. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just saying it's much better that we boss up and take over some of this shit that's already been established as opposed to start that from the ground up shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's self-sufficient, too. Have your own income. You know what I'm saying? And, and go, going back to where we going back to where we started, have the ability to build your own fucking structure. Hell it's yeah. cheap to buy land. It's cheap to buy land. If you could if you could build your own motherfucking house. Shout out to this white lady I saw on motherfucking YouTube. This white lady bought a, 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 a lot. And build her own motherfucking house from YouTube videos. Damn. Now, hey, thank you. Hey, nigga, you could buy a good ass shed and build that motherfucker up to a structure to live in if you needed to. (laughs) All right, fam, we're gonna let you go though, bro. All right, all right, real quick, before I get out of here, hey, look up them homes in Ghana, bro. Okay. I know, right, but I'm out of here. Appreciate y'all. okay, peace. All right, bro. It's all good, Pat G. Just seven more minutes, G. I know you sleepy. I know you sleepy, bro. I'm good, bro. This was a good live, though, dog. We needed to do this shit, bro. Oh uh, yeah, most definitely. We definitely needed to do this shit. <clears throat> and uh, do you got anything that you've been thinking about that you want to add before we get up out of here, bro? Shit, nope. We touched on anything I was talking about, man. You know, I, I kind of watched the video a lot earlier. You feel what I'm saying? So I was just pretty much analyzing the shit. Seeing what I'm gonna about. take another you know, car, bro. Thank you for calling Three G's. How can we help you? Man, what's going on? This is Rich. I'm in Tampa Bay, Florida. How you guys doing tonight? How you doing, Rich? What's good? All right, bro. Good, man. I'm just flipping through here on YouTube. I've been watching a lot of what's going on this past week with Kwame Brown, and I saw you guys. So I figured I better better kind of see what you're all talking about. And I, and I like what you're saying. I think you got the right idea. What do you, uh, let me get your opinions. What do you think about everything that's been going on this week with like with Kwame's been talking about Stephen A, been talking about Charmaine, the God, and Talking about Jack Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. What what's your personal opinions on that, real quick? Pack G. Shit, man. Hey, I just feel like, man, them the people that's been fucking with him, you know? Like like they say, man, if you put a motherfucker in the corner and you keep poking at him and poking at him and fucking with him, shit. He just gonna strike back. That's how I feel about the shit. You know, like they, they drove him to that point. 
Thor, he got tired of the shit, you know? You can only take so much. And I, I think I think it might be a little bit bigger than uh, Stephen A. and uh, all of those people you mentioned. I think he's using this situation to finally vent on things that maybe he been something that's been inside of him for a long time. So he saw an opening to now get out everything that he's feeling, and, and what he's feeling is connecting heavily with the people. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that because, you know, we live in a world now that's a lot different uh, as far as technology and platforms. Like what you guys are doing, I think is real good because there's a lot of people out there, to be honest with you. You know this. I don't need to tell you this, but I mean, there's a lot of young, young folks that just I'm 54 years old. And I've I've been around, I've done a lot. I have lots of friends, black and white. I'm I'm, I'm white and I've had a good career. I I love sports, I love the NBA. And I noticed like he was talking a little bit about LeBron a little bit and he's talking about Jamel Hill. And I'm with him on that, man. I, I like what he's doing because he's real and I don't want to use like different words that might not be appropriate. Everybody's talking about woke and all this crazy stuff that's been going on the past year. But I, I really believe that Kwame Brown's feeling maybe like, hey, I got a platform. He's kind of like reinventing himself is kind of how I'm, I'm, I'm thinking a little bit. I don't think it's reinvention. I think he is like a lot of us people in the world. We don't all have voices. We not all on YouTube. We not all in the limelight. The average everyday black person or even Latino person or even white people, a lot of people is tired of the bullshit. And when we finally see authentic, real people talking about real issues, it makes everybody ear perk up. Right. I agree. And like I heard him the other day, I've been watching. I mean, I've just been, I'm kind of hooked on it. Like, I guess once with YouTube, once you watch like, what he's saying about Charmaine the God and then he's saying something about Stephen A. It's like, then you get recommended. Like, and I'm like, every other video is about Kwame Brown now. And I'll be honest with you, I like him. I mean, I liked him as a player. Everybody's saying, oh, he was a bust. He wasn't a bust. Yeah, he was number one overall pick 20 years ago, but he was real young. And we all know the deal with Michael Jordan. We've heard the stories about how MJ can be hard on a young guy like that. And I mean, I think he got fired. He was part of the Wizards and he got fired and all that stuff. But but the bottom line is I like Wakanda. I think he's had a good career. He's made money. So he's, you know, I, I look at him as a success in life. And I just like what he's doing because I think he's got a good head and he's not afraid to hold back. He's not like following that regular trend. He's 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 doing something different. And I loved what he said the other day about uh, Curry, Seth Curry, and Steph Curry, and his dad, and Lonzo Ball. Everybody's giving uh, Lavar Ball that father. He was like really praising him, and I think he's right because that's what. This is just me, an outsider, just giving you my advice. But I think that's good for young black people to hear that kind of stuff because that's what I think a big problem has been is a lot of these these younger folks have been coming from broken families, so they don't have that. And I just think it's really important. Okay, let me ask you a question, and I'm putting you on the spot if you don't mind, sir. 
Uh-huh, sure. As a white man, when you look at the black community, if you, uh, what is your biggest criticism? And you can go ahead and be as honest as you want. What is your biggest mm-hmm. criticism when you look at the black community as a whole? I feel bad because I think we're all a uh, product of our own environment. And I just feel bad in a way like what's been going on with uh, this political stuff with the Democrats and a lot of the black community just assumes they have to vote Democrat and all that. I mean, my, you know, racism, uh, what have they been talking about lately with politics? Uh, What are they saying about uh, political racism or whatever that term is? Uh, but it's it's bullshit in my opinion because I've got plenty of black friends. I played sports, I played football, I played baseball, basketball. I've got plenty of friends in the work. I mean, I there's racism is not a problem. It's not a problem. But I really honestly believe politics is a problem right now. A lot of young black people in the black community they're just not maybe is educated and they're just hearing because they don't know any better. And they're thinking that racism, systematic racism. I've been hearing that term so much, and it's bull, in my opinion. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. I really don't. I think it's it's all a narrative that the left, and I just like because there are some real good mentors like you guys. I like what you guys are saying, and that's what people need. They need people like you guys to look up to. Brandon Tatum, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I, this guy's good, man. He, he's real. And I just think the more you guys can have successful people like yourself educating the younger people, I think it's going to be good for all of us. Well, I like what you said. It sounded like you had a well-thought answer. But I will ask you to do this. You have to uh, research or just pay a little closer attention to systematic racism. because. Mm-hmm. Even though I do know what you're trying to say as far as the the politics of America, keeping a division going with some of their talking points, you will be a liar or blind to not see where the systematic racism exists. It's, it's too prevalent to not acknowledge it. Or maybe you just don't notice it because in your world, it doesn't matter to you. But just for your own education, please go and see why black men and women feel that the systematic racism is and always have been an attack on the on the uh, progress of black folks in this country. Now I'm gonna leave you with that, and thank you for calling, bro. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. I like what you guys are doing. All right, peace. All right, well, shit, we made it to our uh, our our uh, two hour mark. Ended with a a, a brave white caller. You know, uh, we appreciate everybody that came in. I hope all of y'all stay. I hope a lot of y'all go subscribe. If y'all been in here with us tonight this long, subscribe. This is the shit we do. We have fun. We talk crazy. We talk about real shit. Fuck with us. Fuck with us. Like my boy said, (laughs) fuck with us. Fuck with us. And shit, we might do a part two on this because honestly, I don't think Kwame done. He might got a whole nother week of smoke for motherfuckers. So I think possibly we going to go ahead and do a part two next week. I don't give a fuck what happened in the news. We might touch on it a little bit. 
What about that, Pac G? Next week, part two? Shit, we can do part two. We can, shit, you know he gonna have some more shit for us anyway. Boom. Next week, part two, y'all. Thanks for showing up. Everybody that uh, donated in the Super Chat or the Cash Apps, thank you very much. Appreciate you, man. Three Gs, appreciate y'all, man. Peace. Much love.